Hi everyone, this is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com and you're listening to another DevOps Chat Podcast. Today we're tackling the topic of large enterprise adoption of DevOps. No small task for sure. I'm very happy to welcome Mark Levy from Microfocus. Mark, welcome. Thank you, Mitch, and glad to be here. Would you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Microfocus? Uh, my name's Mark Levy. I'm a director working in the product marketing organization, and I focus a lot on like strategic marketing initiatives as an evangelist, a DevOps evangelist. I develop and write content and commentary about the DevOps market. Mm-hmm. I've had a, a 25 plus year uh, career, and I, like many people, I've had many positions. I started out as like a sysadmin and was a developer and managed dev teams. But in 2007, I started to focus exclusively on application delivery. And so that has been this whole area of application delivery, software delivery is something that I've been really focused on in the last 10 or so years. Well, tell us briefly a little bit about Microfocus. Not all of our listeners might know what you all do. So Microfocus um, has also have, has gone through this major transformation over, I would want to say, the five to eight years or so. You know, we're a global enterprise software company. Uh, we were established in 1976. We have 14,000 employees and 40,000 enterprise customers, about 4,800 software engineers. And we really focus on you know, large enterprises, helping them run and transform their business. We have sort of focused on four key areas of, of how do we support our customers through their digital transformation journey and enterprise DevOps is one of them. I imagine that our, our folks, for listeners that are from large enterprises are going to be particularly interested, and I'm sure there are learnings and information that will be useful to other folks as well. So you talked about playing in the space with large enterprises. I imagine that's probably some global international companies, uh, maybe uh, uh, some that are both European or U.S.-based as well. H- how would you describe how you differentiate what you do as Microfocus as compared to other folks? There's a lot of companies, of course, working to try to help. Uh, enterprises adopt DevOps. Yeah, uh, of course. And and that's sort of what I'd like to do first, maybe is just sort of set the stage because I always look at this. Um, it's, it's, you know, especially in the enterprise IT world, it's so interesting. Um, you know, Gartner like made this sort of, you know, their strategic assumptions and, and they said something like through 2021 at 80% of the DevOps mm. initiative. I've not failed. seen that. No, I don't know if you heard that, but the, yeah, so yeah, it's interesting. What what does that tell me? It tell it, it tell us, I believe. It, it, one is is the business is already in the fight. The enterprise, the business side is already in this digital, you know, economy and fight. We see that mm-hmm. on the streets. Um, and the other thing is, you know, IT is is sort of behind the the curve. And you know, the reality is that. Um, you know, our customers, the, the IT customers, the IT organizations have this incredibly complex hybrid landscape, spans mo- mainframe, mobile, on-prem, mm-hmm. uh, off-prem. And, you know, this, and, and while the principles, the main DevOps principles are similar to, uh, you know, what the unicorns, so to speak, are, are delivering, that it's, a, it's really a whole different challenge because what's, what's critical is that there's this, you know, above the line mandate to drive new digital revenue, but at the same time, you know, optimize the enterprise. And, you know, I sort of, I like one of my colleagues, how he, uh, his reference, it's like, um, 
redesigning a, a jet plane while you're flying it, you know? And, and so I think that's how, you know, that what's critical um, with large enterprises is that they're trying to transform themselves and at the same time run the business. Yeah, I would almost describe for a large enterprise, it's like trying to build or transform the entire fleet of planes yes. while, you're, while you're building it. Exactly. Talk a little bit about, I mean, we all, I think, could appreciate in every business, especially a large enterprise, they're saddled with technical debt. They're, of course, are working on oper operational efficiencies. They have applications that they're trying to support and maintain. How do they take on something like a DevOps initiative successfully, as you were pointing out earlier, so that it doesn't just stop at one group and kind of fall off from there. They really want to be able to transform their part of the business. How right. do they do that? So I think one of the, and, and one of the key things that um, we focus on enabling our customers to build on what already works, okay? What they, they have all these core investments and how can they take their core investments and leverage, you know, the ROI that they're already having today, and but implement new technologies and DevOps practices and capabilities. And I think that's critical. How, I mean, how do they implement a, and scale DevOps practices? As, as for example, is very, very important, and and it's hard. And uh, so we look at it from the basis of how can our solutions and our products help them really get from point A to B. Their, what is their current state now, which is what they really need to understand. And it's amazing how many companies really don't have a, a current understanding mm -hmm. detailed of their current state. Or a common one. <laughs> or a common one because, you know, it changes a lot, but, you know, how do they deliver value to the customer? You know, what are their value streams and, and what are the processes and the flow of, of artifacts? And so they need to understand their current state. And then uh, they need to do a number of things that uh, I'm, I know the, the people in, that are helping the DevOps community, the DevOps community have, have been evangelizing for a while. I think critical, especially in large organizations and enterprises, you know, they need to first really create this uh, culture of continuous improvement. I think that's critical. Okay. Um, you know, they need to enable, motivate and empower the teams and, and the leaders really need to get on board, right? It, without the leaders, it just will not work. Um, I can speak from personal experience. In, instituting a continuous improvement culture is no small task in and of itself. Right. And, and you know, the, the thing is the leadership style must also change, right? I mean, command and control really doesn't work. Decisions, it's about empowering your product teams to uh, drive as much decision-making as possible. And that sort of has gone contrary to, you know, the, the organizational structure of large enterprises. So, mm -hmm. so that, I think, you know, is one of the critical challenges that these companies are faced with. Edward Deming made a great, uh, the, you know, great quote, a bad system will beat a good person every time, mm -hmm. right? And uh, when I think of a, a bad system, I think in, 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 its, in its largest sense, you know, the system. And, and this is where I think, you know, MicroFocus can help quite a bit is um, anyone wanting to change this culture really needs to define, you know, the actions and behaviors that they desire and then mm -hmm. design sort of the work processes that are necessary to reinforce those behaviors. So, you know, systems, processes, tools, you know, help with and enforce good culture. But, you know, if you have a bad system, 
it's going, it's not going to work. So uh, I think, that, you know, it's, it's, th these are areas that, that we can help in on the cultural side. Um, you know, I, I come back to thinking about this, the idea that, you know, sort of the general friction between dev and ops teams where ops teams are really initially only measured by mitigating risk mm -hmm. and, and dev teams are only measured by delivering change. You know, there's the conflict mm -hmm. that has to be resolved. So uh, I think that's critical. You're talking about culture. The other thing that occurs to me is there can also be inherent or built in incentives that are counter to the culture that you're trying to create. That, that friction is a good example for one. Um, but, you know, there may be past punishment for failures or, for, you know, emphasis on downtime. So the, the answer is always minimize change or whatever it might be. You've got to take those things head on. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so I think, you know, you ask sort of where people start. I think, you know, you need to start uh, and everyone, a lot of people talk about this and it is true. You, you really need to start uh, instituting this culture of change because DevOps is drives a lot of change. It's a transformational journey. So when you uh, said, when you said number one thing you said was leverage what works, what do you look yes. for? What kind of things are you trying to say? That's a practice you do well and let's keep yes. that or let's build upon that. What, what do you look for? Well, you know, I think about um, there's a lot of legacy systems, core uh, investments that these large enterprises have had and invested lots of money and time into it and uh, take for example COBOL okay that that language I, I think people are not necessarily aware how uh, how invasive it is there's still about 250 billion lines of COBOL around mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh, it drives 70% uh, they say of all business transactions still in the world that's amazing it is amazing. And so, um, you know, give you an example of sort of what we've done is, and we're, you know, we are very good at managing and understanding, you know, those environments. We have, you know, that's a big part of our business. Um, so we can, you know, lift, if we can lift and shift, you know, COBOL workloads off of, you know, sort of the more legacy, uh, platforms into let's say AWS you know that's a big win for our customers as an example um, we had one customer that basically had it was a major uh, global insurer had a, about eight different IT environments uh, with a back-end COBOL app sitting on on the mainframe and then front-end and web apps and basically each environment cost about three million dollars a year and to request that environment, to provision that environment took six weeks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so we built through our solutions, we were able to lift and shift that workload to AWS and reduce the cost from 3 million to 120K and, and reduce the provisioning time from six weeks to two hours. You know, and to mention too to our listeners too, we just had a webinar uh, in the last week talking about mainframe APIs and frameworks specifically to mainframe environments make it a little bit easier to adopt web ops. So it's, though it doesn't get the, the kind of sex appeal that necessarily new technology does, it is a huge, huge issue for enterprises and how do you bring the mainframe environment with the rest of the, the cloud and everything else. Right, it's you know, back to the theory of constraints, I mean, in, in your value stream, if, if you, know, you can develop, you, know, you can be an agile team, 
But if it takes six weeks to uh, provision, you know, your mainframe environment. Where do you suggest people get started? Is it go pick a new from scratch mm -hmm. Greenfield project or pick something that's, um, you know, reasonably mission critical. So we'll get the support. Yeah. Well, I think it, one is um, I, I like uh, initially to set up, uh, you know, uh, you know, a lab, uh, like taking a green field, you need a place to learn. Mm -hmm. A lot of the, a lot of these things aren't, uh, you know, aren't easy or they're, they're, they're not, people are not, teams are not used to. So like, I love the, the idea of what a lot of the community is doing with like DevOps dojos and, and building sort of, uh, you know, the, uh, a, uh, a team level, maybe CICD have a place to experiment and, 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 and take that. But then, you know, ultimately in, in large enterprises, they're, they're going to come up and they might get the easy wins early, right? But mm -hmm. the, the challenge is once, once they scale, um, they're going to run in the, you know, into some of the more challenging times. And that's where back to, you know, what they have to really start doing is taking this broader system level view of the enterprise. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they understand how they're delivering value to their customers and, and in an enterprise, there's many ways to do that. Um, then they need to, uh, understand and prioritize according to the business objectives. Let's say one business objective might be we need to recapture value. Maybe our IT budget isn't really growing, uh, but we need to drive for more innovation. Mm -hmm. So we need to, our objective is to recapture that value and redeploy it into delivering uh, that, you know, into, into, into innovation. And so that's that would make that would drive a lot of your decisions and where you optimize. Speaking of budgets being flat or not growing, digital transformation is all the rage. That's that's what many many companies are taking on, not just in customer experience, but across the enterprise, bringing them into the digital world. How does how does that fit on top of this if you're trying to introduce DevOps? I, I don't see how they can really run their digital transformation without DevOps. I mean, software today, you know, I, I talk about this a lot where business innovation and software innovation are generally becoming one of the same, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and go, you know, going quick, you know, innovating faster with less risk, you know, is, is critical. And so IT is, you know, it's it's imperative uh, to really de deploy DevOps practices um, to support the digital transformation of the business. Um, so I, I I think you know the 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 IT organizations that implement DevOps and those people are the drivers. Well, and it's uh, hard to imagine how you're going to transform systems and applications you already have, as well as ones you might leverage SaaS services or create yourself without an environment to integrate those all together, do continuous integration, testing, et cetera, as well as be responsive to the business. We've seen um, enterprises, they, they will typically start out, right, with a you know, team level implementation and uh, they might do really well. It might be a Greenfield app. Maybe it's a, a new growth app, which is great. And they, they get some early wins, which is super, but it's still not their core business. And mm -hmm. so they have to, you know, ultimately really transform, you know, their core business in order to be competitive in the market.
Mark, what's the what's the one thing organizations should not do when they're looking to adopt DevOps? Don't make this mistake. I, I think the idea that you know they can just automate their way out of it, I think is is you know something that could get them in trouble mm-hmm. um, because you know really leaving out the whole cultural aspect of it. It it, it really is. You know, it's interesting um, if you read, you know, Jeff Bezos's uh, letter to shareholders every year. He just provides some incredibly insightful, mm-hmm. uh, you know, insights on how Amazon runs. He talks about this, you know, accelerated decision-making process that they run, uh, and they can they they make these decisions really based on only seventy percent of the information that that they need, basically. Um, Whereas large enterprises wait until they typically have 90%. Um, and so they are able to um, make decisions earlier um, because of the agility that they've built into their system and, and their culture of, of, of change. And this allows them to not only, you know, get earlier into the market, but it allows them to dr- everyone, it, it allows them that if they make a mistake, they can recover from their mistakes faster. And the cost mm-hmm. of making a mistake actually goes down. Mm-hmm. So this whole idea of organizational agility and, and, and providing that, there's more than just delivering value faster to the customer. It's a, because it's never a straight line, right, to success. Mm-hmm. You know, we make a lot of mistakes and, and uh, wrong turns in our journey. And being able to uh, identify that quickly and have the agility to correct that quickly is actually more of a differentiator than just delivering fast. It's really and, required for any kind of agility. It's not just getting things and getting decisions made faster, yeah. but changing when things aren't headed in the right direction or change. Right. right. And so this is where, you know, if, if People are looking at DevOps to saying, okay, well, we're just going to automate the deployment pipeline and we're done. You know, no, there's, there's no done. It's about really ultimately improving as an organization, right? And having that continuous improvement, the, the Kaizen mm-hmm. uh, kind of mentality of, of the organization. And that to me is what is so transformative, uh, you know, as a company. Going back to what you said in the beginning about having a culture of continuous improvement. Yeah, absolutely. And that it would be, you know, frankly, the most powerful uh, thing, you know, leaders can do is, mm-hmm. is that change because it really just changes the whole business. Uh, the business then gets more confidence, which is critical, right? With all this change, they're, sometimes they're not confident to make change, business decisions. But if you can provide them the confidence to go out there and really be aggressive, you know, uh, that's, you're going to see, you know, a whole bunch of positive results uh, on, on, the, on the revenue side, on, on the public side of, of the business mm-hmm. that's been driven from traditionally the back office IT organization. Well, Mark, I'd like to thank you. I'd, uh, I'd like to go for another 30 minutes, but I'd like to thank you for the time on the podcast. I, you know, I walk away with several things from our conversation. The, the things you shared that I heard were leverage what works, define your current state, create a culture of continuous improvement, um, command and control doesn't work. You've got to empower product teams, start with a lab or a dojo, some some learning environment. I think your your premise of 
you can't do digital transformation without DevOps is, is pretty intriguing. And uh, last but not least is organizational ag agility, being able to make decisions quicker, get out ahead of things without having to have 100% of the information, kind of the Amazon model. Well, that should wrap things up. I'd like to thank Mark Levy from Microfocus for joining us. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com, and you've listened to another DevOps Chat.